Welcome to Her Take, a podcast by three best friends sharing their take on just about anything. I'm Kira. I'm Jackie. And I'm Jen. Thanks for joining us. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Her Take. It's Kira here. How are you doing? It's nice to hear you, see you, be with you, whatever. Um, Happy October. It's October 4th currently when we're recording this and kind of can't believe it's already October. Uh, But we love the fall, so happy to be here. Thanks for joining us yet again for another episode. Uh, I think this episode will just be kind of a chill catch-up, how's everyone doing, what's up, how are you kind of episode with a little chat about social media, particularly particularly during this uh, weird COVID time. So if you're into that, stay tuned. If not, see you next week. That's how it is. All right, let's get into our check-ins. I got Jen and Jackie with me. We're back all together again. Glad to be back. Um, So Jackie, why don't you get us started and tell us how your week has been? Hey, everyone. Lovely to have you back, Kira. Um, It has been a good week. It's finally, I mean, obviously it's been fall for a few days, but it finally feels like fall. The weather has dropped in temperature. So that is very exciting. Um, And I mean, the week has been just like same old work is like kind of stressing me a little bit right now, but that's fine. Um, I went to Walmart yesterday, which was very exciting. I've never been to Walmart. I went to like, I went, there used to be one in White Plains and I I like went inside just to like see if they had something very briefly, but I've never really shopped at a Walmart. And my mom and I spent three hours in there like I swear it was oh God, three hours of us shopping exhausting. I love that it was <laughs> just so like I love that much. I'm like that they sounds have, horrible they they it was a lot of fun no we had a great time they have everything like truly they have everything and now like I get it like I understand why people love it so much I did accidentally walk into the gun section which was very jarring oh my god um no thanks I was like oh yeah like I get out of here um so that was, I mean, so that is Walmart also. But other than that, it was a positive experience at Walmart. I also got pumpkins yesterday. I went to Stu Leonard's after Walmart. It, we spent like Yay. five hours in supermarkets and stores yesterday. It was it was a lot. Dream come true. Um, but I got p- my pumpkins yesterday. And they're really beautiful pumpkins. Like they have such a beautiful stem. And, you know, sometimes the stem is like kind of nubby. It's not very prominent. Mm-hmm. These are nice pumpkins. They almost look kind of fake, so I'm really happy with my pumpkins. I need pumpkins. Yeah. Stu Leonard's has some. I I guess other places do too. I just haven't been to a supermarket that has them. And I I mean, they just had them there. And I Mm -hmm. had to go anyway to Stu Leonard's, so I picked them up there. So highly recommend. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's just been my weekend. Um, I mean, that's how I like spending my weekend, just like shopping and not really doing anything. And, yeah. you know, spending money unnecessarily. So, all that. is good. Yeah. I'm very jealous of your weekend. Jealous of the fact that you got pumpkins. I feel like, Jackie, you have just been living the fall lifestyle. And I just need to adopt some of that into my own life. 
This is true. <laughs> I lit a candle last night. <laughs> that feels like the fun. I mean, I had also, oh, I also got apple cider donuts at Stu Leonard's because they make really oh good ones. Oh, my God. Um, so I have been living. It's been, yeah, it's been good fall. Yeah, I, we, uh, I made an apple wow. cake last weekend. My sister made one and I helped her make it a little bit. She doesn't really let me help too much in the kitchen, but kind of stood there and watched as she made this apple cake. It's Martha Stewart's German apple cake recipe. Highly recommend. Um, yes. So yeah, I have been trying to do some fall things. A little baking. You know, maybe I'll get another pumpkin and make a jack-o'-lantern. I probably won't do that, but like the idea is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make a nice apple pie. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's my goal Yeah, for the fall. <laughs> I'm inspired. I also love apple cider donuts. Oh, my God. Wow. I know. Well, yeah, because we didn't really eat. I just had breakfast yesterday, and my mom and I didn't have lunch, and we were in Walmart for three hours, and we got to Stu Leonard's at almost 5 p.m., and I hadn't eaten anything, and then we just – so then Stu Leonard's has all of this beautiful – prepared food and they make everything Mm. on site and so we just bought so much unnecessary like junk food like we got mini crispy waffles like they make wafer cookies oh i know exactly what you're talking about like i was like i don't know why we need this but we're gonna buy it i got a whole jar of nutella like (laughs) i was at the grocery store yesterday and i saw frozen cauliflower waffles in the freezer section and i was like three thousand steps too far like that's so bizarre. Yeah. Are they supposed to be savory or sweet? I mean, it's supposed to be sweet, but it's supposed to be like healthy. I don't know. I was just. Like, I don't like it if when. If you have a waffle, have is a waffle. Is it like vegan? I guess. If it's cauliflower. No, but I it, don't know. You can have a it vegan probably has waffle egg in without it. cauliflower. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just asking if that was like the intention. I, I think feel like the, I see a lot of like cauliflower. I think it's like. Stuff. I think the reason is and maybe gluten Yoki. free. I don't know. I think it's supposed to be low carb. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so when, keto. Which, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> I actually want to just talk about this briefly. I, like, my sister was telling me about this cauliflower pizza that she had, and I was just like, I don't like the sound of that. Like, I'm not judging anyone that eats cauliflower pizza. However, if you're just going to eat pizza, like, just eat the pizza. That's how I feel. Like, I don't yeah. necessarily believe, like, people, like, try to make... I'm like, it's not... It. I, I've never had it, but I'm like, I know cauliflower is very bland. You need a lot to zhuzh it up. So I'm like, it's not going to taste like pizza. You're not going to be satisfied because you want pizza, which is why you're having cauliflower right. pizza. Like, just eat the pizza. And nothing is going to happen. I can mm. almost get That's behind it. cauliflower pizza crust more than I can get behind cauliflower rice. I think I just went through a phase right. where I, think like, I, I tried agree. cauliflower rice and I was like, who's calling this rice? It's not rice. Yeah, it's not rice. Oh, no, it's not rice. It's more of like It's like a, you chopped up cauliflower real small and you're trying to trick your body into thinking you're satisfied. Like, you could just I'm have hungry. sauteed yeah, cauliflower and it'd be the same thing. Just eat. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. know. Just I love carbs. Eat cauliflower then. Don't pretend it's rice. I don't yeah. know. We're Sorry, really rent over. But the title of this episode is probably our take on cauliflower. <laughs> yeah. I do like it as a vegetable like I used to have like cauliflower and yeah broccoli, me too and that would always be like my sides when I would make dinner back in the day when I was living on my own um and that was delish like you know you add a little garlic powder a little salt a little pepper put it in the oven a olive oil but then have it with if some you rice. like let yeah, cauliflower I, I get really really brown that's when it's very good because yes, it kind of nice can just be crispy. too bland if it's just you leave it too pale but if you saute it long enough and get it really brown all over the place it is so good 
And so Absolutely. that's fine. But yeah, don't pretend the cauliflower. Don't trick like, your just body eat because the pizza. Just eat the rice if you feel yeah. like it. Nothing will happen. I promise. Your body's not being fooled. Like you can it be knows. healthy and eat a carb. My body knows. like that's not. Yeah, carbs are good. In fact, I would say in moderation. I like ate. Yeah. In fact, when I was trying to lose weight, I probably ate like more rice and beans than ever because I really enjoy that. It's very good, especially the way I make rice and beans. But I'm like, like my sister was like, oh, you shouldn't eat so much rice. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat the rice that I want to eat yeah. and nothing's going to happen. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Let me yeah. live. Damn it. Like eat the rice. Anyway. You have one life. Pro rice. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I think, you know, the other part of that is if you are trying to lose weight or are trying to get in shape, it's good to not restrict yourself so much because that's not right. sustainable. Yeah. Um, that actually so like, leads yeah, to more binge should, eating. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, should you be eating cookies as often as maybe you were? Probably not. But you shouldn't, like, restrict yourself so much and cut out carbs right. entirely. That's just right. not healthy. Yeah. But Diet advice you know. from her take. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a dietitian, but I do follow a few on TikTok. So, <laughs> yeah, is anybody I'm not a dietitian? But no, probably. but I follow a few on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just relaying their advice, as someone you know? who has binge eaten as a result of restricting themselves in high school. I can confirm that restricting yourself doesn't work and in fact just makes you feel more gross because so then you eat mm-hmm. a box of cookies after and then you're like, well, now I'm here. What's the point? Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Thanks Sorry. for sharing, everybody. Tangent. <laughs> Bit of a tangent. Cauliflower As per usual. It's all good. Um, it happens. What a time. I'm not over the Walmart. Uh, anyway. It was fun. Jen, how about you? How was your week? Everything's been good. Uh, you know, a lot of the same old, same old, but I might have had the perfect weekend. Wow. <laughs> That's a bold statement given that it's Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bold There's statement. There's still a left. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We are recording this on a Sunday, um, but I don't really have too many plans for today. I'm probably just going to like clean my room, put away my laundry chill out, maybe go for a run, something like that. Mm. Um, but I like having a day to myself where I'm not doing much. Same. So, but other than that, I've had a pretty good weekend. I saw Jackie and I saw our other friend, Alyssa. We went to a local brewery and I just want to say the food that we got was bomb. It was I don't know, very good. Like my expectations were not that high, but wow, they were, it was delicious. My sandwich was delicious. Yeah, I kind of had FOMO it. watching you eat that sandwich. I might get it next time <laughs> if we go yeah, again. Yeah, you definitely should if that food truck is back. The only problem with the sandwich was it had coleslaw in it, so it was very slippery, so I couldn't really eat it <laughs> yeah. as a sandwich. But otherwise, it was delicious. Um, so that was nice. And I also went for a hike this weekend. I went with uh, two of my other friends, so that was nice. I went to Anthony's Nose, which I don't know if either Jackie and Kira or any of our listeners have ever hiked Anthony's Nose. It is very difficult in the beginning. It's pretty much vertical. And then the second half is very, very chill. But um, just, you know, confirmed to myself that I'm very out of shape. So that was nice. But, you know, my other (laughs) friend was also kind of struggling. So I felt like the two of us were, were, you know, chilling together in the back, um, struggling a bit. But other than that... um, it was a beautiful hike, so absolutely worth it. And then after we hiked, we stopped by Terrytown, which is 
a town that we all love because it reminds us of Stars Hollow. <laughs> and we got Greek food. And I have not had Greek food in so, so long, guys. I love Greek food. So that was really nice. And they had actually blocked off the entire main street where there's a bunch of restaurants and whatnot. Are they still so doing that? Okay. Perfect. Yeah, it was all blocked off. So They've it was been perfect. Doing that all like summer we sat long. outside and they are still doing it, which I think That's is exciting. is great. You know, I don't know how things are gonna shape up once it gets a little bit colder mm-hmm. because even last night I was wearing a sweater and it started to get dark and I was definitely a little cold, but we got some red wine, so that definitely helped. <laughs> but um but yeah, it was it was really great. Like we were sitting at dinner drinking wine and thinking to ourselves like what a great day that we just had. We went for a hike, we're getting food, hanging out with friends. It was perfect. So definitely had a good weekend. So that's really it for me. Oh, one other thing (laughs) I have to mention was so it's been a pretty chill week at work and I'm starting this new project and the way my job works is I consult people within my own company. So there are people that I'm working with who work for my same company but would be like the equivalent of my client. So anyway, I'm starting this new project and we're doing this work for my quote unquote client. And so they referred to us to, you know, be in contact with someone who's below her. And so I've been in contact with this guy. And guys, when I tell you he is seriously the hottest guy I've virtually ever met, (laughs) I can't even, like words cannot describe how attractive this man is. He has the bluest eyes. He has like a little bit of scruff. I looked him up on LinkedIn. His LinkedIn picture does not even do him justice for how hot he is. Um, But yeah, I'm going to be working for him in the next couple weeks. So send us a picture. Slide in. Yeah. So the wedding invites are coming out soon. I'll let you know. (laughs) Yeah. But that's pretty much it for me. Get your mans, Jen. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think anything is actually going to happen. I'm just like in love from afar. So (laughs) it's fine. That's what they all This is like the most boy action I've gotten in months. So (laughs) I'm going to let myself have this. Take what you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else going on anyway. So like enjoy, embrace. Mm Mm-hmm. I will. I will. Nice. Well, I'm glad you've had a perfect weekend. That's some high standards. It was truly a perfect weekend. Very nice. It's going to be hard to top going forward. It's all downhill from here. Um, nice. I am currently recording from the Hamptons because I'm bougie like wow. that. Um, but I'm sorry bougie. if my audio isn't as good because I have not a usual setup. Uh, deal with it. Is the room excessively large and is there an echo? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have uh, cousins who have a house out here and uh, just came out with my parents for the weekend. Very chill. Not doing much. Um. And it's nice because it's chilly and folly and, yeah, very nice. Um, I'm just very tired because someone on my team, the senior staff that I work with, she's been out the past two weeks, so, uh, which is great. Good for her. Get your vacation, honey. But uh, I'm very tired from doing both our jobs, so mm-hmm. I might yeah. need a two-week vacation to make up for it, and then we're just going to be in a vicious cycle. Yeah. Uh, well, if you have vacation days, might as well use them. Where else are you going? Right, right. You know? Well, that's why I haven't used my vacation days because 
where can you go? Um, so I, I, yeah, I think everybody I has accumulated a lot of vacation days this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, it would be nice to maybe try to take off some time before the end of the year. Um, but that's kind of it. I mean, yeah, it was just work, just really like need to catch up on sleep. I slept till 915 yesterday and that is extremely late for me. Um, Whoa. Yeah. It was a big deal. Kira is like a 6 a.m. kind of. Yeah, Kira sends us text at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And she's like, hey, guys. So I was thinking this morning, yeah. like, she's already been up for a while. I'm very much asleep. <laughs> I know. I'm really... I just was... I was working till, like, 2 a.m. a few nights, and that's just very late for me. So... Um, yeah. Yeah. That's late for yeah, anybody. Yeah. I, just, I had to had to try to catch up on some sleep. So that is kind of it. That's my week is just exhaustion. Um, and I have the Sunday scaries because now I feel like the weekend was too fast and to go work again tomorrow and I don't want to do it again. Just did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Sunday scaries are so real. Even when working that's from what home. I that's yeah. when I get annoyed. I'm like, why do I get the Sunday scaries when I like can work from a couch? Like... <laughs> It's just still annoying. Well, because no, you, you, you're it. sitting on the couch that you have to work from. That's the problem. Right, right. Like, you never, <laughs> your home There's is no now separation. your office. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every morning this past week, I've woken up and, like, thought about work right away. And I'm like, that is yeah. so annoying. Yeah. That is the I can worst. I picture, like, the project that I'm working on in my mind and, like, oh, I should change this because it'll look better this way and I should do this. And I'm like, ew. 6 a.m. Yeah. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I understand. We've all been yeah. there. But anyway, that's COVID life. Going to be like that for a while longer, um, which is kind of a reasonably good segue into our topic of the week, which um, is social media fatigue. I think particularly this week, a lot has happened with the debate between Trump and Biden, and then Trump's COVID announcement. Um, just a lot of constant news updates. Obviously, the whole year has been like that. Um, but I think especially when you're home, working from home, in quarantine, you're on your phone maybe a little more than you used to be. So had me and all of us thinking about the ways we're using social media in this time, how it's impacting our lives, mental health. Um, I spoke to some friends this week actually about uh, their social media use and some said that they actually feel that they use it less while home because they would typically check while commuting or, you know, during their lunch break at work or something and they don't have that time anymore. Whereas I kind of feel like I'm using it more because I'm just home working and no one's really watching me. So I'll like pull out my phone while I'm waiting for something to load and then I'm catching myself scrolling through Instagram all day. So I've had to kind of try to work on a balance between, uh, filling up my board time with social media and filling up my board time with something else because I'm finding I'm getting very drained and overwhelmed from the constant updates. So I just want to check in with you guys, see how you guys are feeling, um, get your perspectives and uh, just have a little chat about how we're doing and what we can do going forward. So the floor is open. Take it away. Yeah, well, I will say that 
I'm definitely in the camp of people that have been using social media or just like been on my phone way too much. It's kind of embarrassing my screen time. I hate getting those reports every week, but it's so necessary. My screen time is like, it's like at six hours plus a day. And sometimes like, yeah, it's like really bad. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, mine I don't... is more, so that's okay. Okay, Kira, <laughs> you're like, okay. Wait, maybe I'm amazing. <laughs> I didn't realize. I think you are. Kira doesn't because really, I feel like you don't really I just got mine and it yeah. was like two hours and 36 minutes. Sometimes I watch okay, YouTube videos when I'm working low. on my phone. So I don't know if that counts as screen time. So that may like be the case. Yeah. If I'm like listening to, this is who I am, but I listen to like, um, like Nat Geo documentaries like on YouTube mm. and I'll just like have my phone. I don't know. I'm hoping that that's why my screen time is like pretty high up, mm. but my screen time is like kind of embarrassing. And um, so I definitely have been using my phone more because I mean, I don't even have a good reason why I'm just home all the time. Right. right? So it's like either mm-hmm. like unless I'm hanging out with my parents, like Although, like, me, my, my parents and I, we, like, hang out and we talk and stuff, but we also, all of us individually, really just enjoy quiet time where we don't speak to each other. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if I'm not talking with them, then I'm just, like, watching The West Wing or, like, on my phone. Mm-hmm. So, like, what else am I going to do? And, like, also, this is, like, kind of, like, a little more sad, but, like, now that we don't have Lola, like, there's, like, less entertainment mm-hmm. in the house. So, I think that has also... I didn't even like think about that until now. That's like going to make me depressed. Um, (laughs) But I think that is something that has like affected the general dynamic of our house, Mm -hmm. at least. Um, Yeah, I'm on my phone a lot. What can I, I don't know what to say. It's like kind of embarrassing, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's not, it's not what it is. In that camp. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely also in the same camp of being on my phone more now that I'm home. Uh, I, I feel like the commute for me, even though I would be on my phone, I would be listening to podcasts right. or something like that or reading the news. I don't do that as much anymore because I'm not commuting. So I'm just checking social media, which is not great. And similarly, when I was in the office, I wasn't really checking my phone. I would use my phone to listen to music, but I wasn't really checking it throughout the day, really just during lunch but now that I'm home I'm checking it all the time which is terrible yeah um I think what's tough is and this is definitely just probably maybe my friends are like this um whereas sometimes I'll be in group chats and if I don't answer right away or if I don't look at it right away next thing I know there's 30 messages Mm -hmm. that I've missed so That makes me feel like I have to constantly be checking my phone during those times because I'll see all these notifications accumulating and it almost is more time consuming trying to catch up than staying up to date. So that's kind of bad also on my friends for for doing that. But what can you say? I definitely do catch myself like checking Instagram, checking Snapchat throughout the day even though I know that there have been no updates. Like, if it's Mm -hmm. a Monday during the day, people aren't really posting as much as on the weekend. So why do I keep looking at it every hour when really nothing has has happened? So that's something that I need to get better at. But I will say, and apparently not everybody has this update. I feel like we might have mentioned this before. My Instagram has updated so that I only see the new posts. 
And if I want to go see older posts, I have to click something. Mm -hmm. So it's not a continuous scroll, Um, which I guess would be quote unquote good for my addiction. But then I feel like I miss stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I spend more time feeling like I have to catch up on things. So that's not good. Um, And it makes me feel like I don't want to use Instagram as much. And also, I think in my own personal theory, I think it has caused me to get less likes on my posts, which makes me not want to post. So that's me. Those are my problems. Just ranting. Yeah. And then I'm also curious, what are your most used social medias? Because I was thinking about it this week and I'm like, why do I even have Facebook? Like, I just don't use Facebook that much anymore. Yeah. I've used it for Mm -hmm. Facebook Marketplace and buying things off there, which I do like. But in general, like, I'm like, I don't even need Facebook. It's not on my phone anymore. Um. I use Instagram the most. That's definitely my favorite. Love it. Twitter, I've only started using again because of her take. And I think I don't like Twitter anymore. (laughs) Because I find Twitter to be the one that's like particularly overwhelming because there's just so much. People just have so much to say and it's just like constant opinions, which is like the point of it. But that's just kind of overwhelming. Whereas Instagram can be a little more aesthetic and scroll and like whatever um and snapchat i do use to communicate with friends but not so much as like a an update source so Mm -hmm. curious about other people's uh uses and i don't have tiktok still so take that quarantine (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i definitely also probably use instagram the most um I would say a few months ago, I also got rid of my notifications for Snapchat. So now I have to open Mm. the app to see the notifications. I feel like that has helped me use it a lot less. So that's good. I still definitely use Snapchat a lot. I would say similarly, I don't use Facebook that often. I probably could delete the app from my phone. I don't think I would go as far to delete my Facebook just because I do have a lot of family members on there. And... I just don't want them to think that I don't want to interact with them, even though I don't really use Facebook that often. But I do have TikTok. I love TikTok. Um, I find it very addicting. And so I've had to put a time limit on Mm -hmm. it because unlike Instagram, unlike Snapchat, unlike many other platforms of social media, there's always new content. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you never run out of content. So you could just keep going and going and going until you don't want to anymore whereas like if you're checking Instagram often you know you get to a point where you're like okay I've caught up on everything so so that's uh that's concerning I had to put a time limit on it just because otherwise I will spend hours on it Mm -hmm. um Twitter is interesting I have a personal Twitter and then also I have access to the Her Take Twitter account. I will say the Her Take Twitter account I find very overwhelming because I think we follow a lot of news people, whereas my personal Twitter account is mostly just memes, so that makes me happy. It. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. Different vibes. So I enjoy Twitter, but I I would say if I were to rank, I probably use Instagram most, TikTok second, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. Mm. I think I've covered all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think I probably use Instagram. I feel like Instagram is perhaps the most popular social media right now besides TikTok, but I don't use TikTok. Um, 
And then, I mean, probably, this is, like, kind of weird, but, like, probably Facebook, because, like, always check up on what, like, my family's doing, and I feel like a Mm -hmm. lot of my family, I feel like people outside of the U.S. tend to use Facebook more than Americans, Mm -hmm. if that kind of makes sense. Like, all of my cousins that live in El Salvador and, like, all of my family, they always use Facebook. Um, They don't really use Instagram that much, so I check in on them there. Um... TikTok, I thank God I like deleted it because I think if I had TikTok, I'd probably be on it all the time as well. Mm. Even though I don't make TikToks or like I don't know what to do, like I don't, I wouldn't know what to yeah. make as a TikTok. Um, but I saw a couple of those videos of that guy I showed you, Jen, that guy who like guesses like the paint colors. Oh my God, I, I saw that. <laughs> it was so funny. I off. saw the it's one video. Off. Yeah, gonna be a lot more. All right, I've changed the color. Um, and I just thought that was so funny. Like it's things like that where I'm like, oh, thank God I don't have, have yeah, but thank God I don't have the app because if I did have the app, I think I'd be watching them more frequently. I did Google that guy and I I just watched it like on Safari. Um, but I think if I had TikTok, I'd be on it all the time, which is why I I just like couldn't, I was like, I'm not going to get into another app because it just feels like a lot. Yeah, the time limit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess I should set a time limit. But I don't want a time limit. That's my problem, right. too. Let me live. It's like I could. Yeah. I set time like, limits, and then yeah. I click ignore for today every time it pops up. So. <laughs> yeah. I do, like, give me 15 more minutes. That's, I'll do like, that sometimes, but then I'm like, let's be real. When the 15 minutes are up, I'm going to click it again. So I might as well just say ignore for today. Oh, <laughs> you know? see, I'm, I, like, force myself to do it because I know that I will spend all night doing it otherwise. Mm. But just for TikTok. Um I don't have time limits on other things. The other things, it's, like, my own personal, like, I should just not be checking right, right. it that often. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier. And I think what I also find particularly overwhelming about uh, social media right now is it's the expectation, I think, sometimes to share or comment on certain mm-hmm. events. And I get kind of overwhelmed yeah. or stressed out about, what should I say about this? Like, I want people to know that this is how I feel about this, but I don't want to say anything wrong and just getting overwhelmed mm-hmm. and like, oh, if I comment on this, but I don't comment on this, is that wrong? And so then, you know, sometimes it's like, just don't say anything. I don't know. It's just a very overwhelming, I think, especially right now when a lot's been going on, that there is kind of this movement to say and do more, but it's better to do something in real life uh, then just say it on social media and not uh, take action uh, to your words, put action to your right. words. So I think that's also what I find overwhelming sometimes. I also haven't posted anything on my actual feed in a long time. It might have been, I don't even know, maybe a year now that I've actually posted on my actual Instagram page. I'll post on my stories, but I haven't posted an actual photo in quite some time. Mm, yeah. Um, so I really am just like a, a silent consumer, <laughs> just uh, consuming the content and not actually putting it out because I get a little overwhelmed. So that, that might just be a me thing, but I do think the expectation to share or share certain life events, like sometimes I find Facebook annoying, especially when we were graduating and people were posting like, so excited to share that I can finally tell everybody 
that I accepted this job and I need to thank all my beautiful friends and family for supporting me through this difficult time. And it's like, no one cares. Everybody is getting a job or not getting a job. Like, I don't need that life update. (laughs) Like, in my opinion, I don't need such a long paragraph about how you got your job. Right. Like, just say, like, started working here. You know, (laughs) stuff like that is, like, a little too much for me. Um, Again, this is just me and how I consume media. No. But... That I find a little like yeah. I don't care about right. I, I that think I, life update from you. <laughs> I think I get what you're saying too because like every time it's like Mother's Day or Father's Day and that holiday mm. rolls around, I'm like, do I not love my mother because I didn't post a picture of her? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, but it's like if your mom's not on social media, <laughs> like let me just call my mom. My mom. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, should I? And then I every every year, literally every year, twice a year, I feel pressure to post a picture, even though I never do. And I'm because my mom hates <laughs> my mom hates being photographed mm. and would be unhappy if I shared a picture. Um, because even though she doesn't have Facebook, like other family members that have Facebook would be like, oh my god, the picture, and she'd get pissed. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's things like that where you're like, should I be sharing this? Right. Should I be mm-hmm. posting something? Because everyone else is. And it's like, no, but yeah. you still feel that pressure. Yeah. Well, I think with like Mother's Day, Father's Day, both of my parents are like on Instagram and stuff. And my mom's into all that. So I'm like, I'm going to post a picture. She'll yeah. be happy. No, I mean, happy. yeah, people totally but like can. But I think are, that there's. On Instagram. Yeah. Like, what you doing? Yeah. Um, I did want to circle back to that point that you brought up earlier, Kira, on this topic, which is sort of having some apprehension about, oh, should I comment on this, especially when things are going on in the world? I feel like I never used to comment. Maybe not never. That's a strong word. Very rarely used to comment on things that were going on until the Black Lives Matter movement, where I felt that especially white people had this pressure to finally speak out. And there was sort of this movement going around that if you're not speaking out, you're not uh, a supporter of the Black Lives Matter movement. And during that time, I definitely felt like I need to speak out and I need people to know where I stand. But now it's like overwhelming. And I there are people that are posting multiple things a day. I'm like, I can't even consume the content that you're sharing. Um, and so I'm not... in. I'm not even entirely sure how effective it is. So at least my particular, I guess, strategy now, if I were to post something political or something in support of Black Lives Matter or something along those lines, I only want to share resources at this point. So anything that would help somebody else rather than just this is my political view. Because nobody, like, I don't know how to say this, but nobody really cares what my political views are. And I feel like the people who are closest to me know where I stand. And that's really what matters to me. Like, I don't think this random person I went to college with who I had three classes with really cares where I stand politically. I think they would be more affected if I shared a resource that may have helped them learn something or have led them to a petition to sign something like that. So that's kind of where I've stood now is if I'm going to share something along those lines, it's going to be a resource that's going to help other people. So that's kind of where I stand with that. But I I agree that there's sort of been this, this shift, I would say, in expectations to share on and comment on certain events. And that could be overwhelming because you don't want to get it wrong and you don't want to 
annoy other people, which is silly, but like you don't want to be that person that is annoying on social media because we all know people like that. So, so that's true. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to comment on briefly was like sharing life updates. I mean, look, I use social media a lot. I feel like I post pretty frequently. But I feel like at this point, it's like I'm posting things on my feed that I think are a good picture. And it's with my friends. And it was like a memory. So, you know, this past weekend, I posted mm-hmm. a picture when we went on a hike. I was like, I want to remember that. And I want to look back on that. And it was a cute picture. Great views. So it is what it is. And I think inevitably, we all, maybe not all of us, but at least I feel a certain pressure to get a certain amount of likes. And I'm like, why am I not getting as many likes as I used to in college? But I think that's normal. But it, you know, people struggle with that. But you know, I do try to remind myself, like, I'm just posting this because this was something that I enjoyed. I had a good time. I like the picture. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And it's less so about the pressure to post every time I do something. It's more so like, I just like how this looks right now. Right, right. And I had a good time. And I want to remember it. So. Yeah, I definitely don't pay I attention stand. to the likes anymore, but that was probably something I paid attention to in high school, I think. But now mm-hmm. my perspective on my social media has changed a bit, and it's not something yeah. I really focus on. I think sometimes what stresses me out about commenting and posting and sharing is other people's perspective and what they'll think about it. And yeah. more and more, I'm like, I'm not that important. If they care, okay. But, <laughs> yeah, like, if you have an issue with something I say or something I post, like, you don't know me and you don't know the whole story behind it. It's just a quick right. snapshot. It's just a quick opinion. It's not the whole story. And um, I'm just really not that important. So I should think less of myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I I know what you're saying. It's like, I don't know, it can cause some anxiety feeling like you don't know, like how other people are perceiving what you've put out there, especially when it could be potentially controversial. Right. So that's tough. And we're in election season now. There's a lot going on in politics and everything else. So there's definitely been more of that on social media. And like I mentioned, like even people I share the same political beliefs as I find some people are very overwhelming in sharing things on social media, and it's a lot to take in. Definitely. Yeah, I think especially the current political climate really adds to it, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this was an interesting discussion about social media. I think a lot of people are we're evaluating a lot of things in our life right now, so... I think social media is one of them as we continue to uh, be home more than usual. Uh, Mm. Oh, I did just want to mention briefly before we transition to a new topic, I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. I was going to say, has anyone seen it? I have not yet. Yeah, I watched it recently. And to give a synopsis of pretty much what it's about, the people that they interview in the documentary are all former tech employees. So worked at Facebook, worked at Mm. Instagram, Google, etc. And they all provide their perspectives on how these social media apps are created to keep you addicted and keep you using the apps because that's how you generate money is, you know, capturing people's attention and then advertising to them and how 
Um, an individual's attention right now is probably one of the most valuable things that you can quote unquote sell mm-hmm. in this market. So um, yeah, it, it's all about how addictive social media is and sort of the consequences of that. And it goes into how, for example, there have been rises in the number of suicides among young girls because of social media. So I definitely found it a very enlightening documentary to watch. I would say, um, I'm trying to figure out a way to phrase this. I think our particular generation is in a good spot because we know how to use social media. We're pretty well versed in technology. And yet we also kind of understand, you know, what's overly fabricated, what could be too much and sort of recognize when to put the phone down. And I, I worry about Gen Z because I don't know if they have that same experience. And Mm -hmm. it makes me worry that they're so addicted to things like TikTok and Instagram and they're seeing you know, these beautiful influencers on Instagram who are super skinny and how that could affect their own, you know, self-image. So if you haven't watched it, I would definitely recommend watching it. I do feel like it was a little extreme at points, but definitely a good documentary to watch if you're interested. Do you think that's a good point that our generation is kind of right on that perfect timing for social media yeah right on the cusp yeah like right before Mm. it was kind of dominating your whole growing up experience you know it's kind of a little later for us but still enough that we like know what we're doing and don't embarrass ourselves on the internet you know like some of the older people's yeah exactly (laughs) and I think it's important for example if I go out with one of my friends and we go to a brewery, for example, like I did this past weekend, I'm not really checking my phone when I'm with my right. friends. Like yeah. I'm there in the moment and I worry that the generation below us isn't totally at that same point. So, you know, some food for thought. Would recommend checking it out. It's on Netflix. So very interesting. Yeah, nice. Maybe we'll have to watch it and then regroup again on this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, kind of scared to watch it, but I'll, well, I've yeah. heard it was very I'll hard not checking team. my phone during it because I was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" I've heard a lot of people say it's stuff we we already know. Okay, you know, yeah, that's not, a fair that's point. It's thing. not telling you something that you don't know. Like you know it, but it's just right. kind of reminding you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It definitely had a more ominous tone, and I think put some verbiage around things that you already knew, such as mm-hmm. you know how your attention is being used as a product. And, and things like that. But it's, I think our generation kind of knows that and kind of is why we are, why we limit ourselves in social media. We know that we're kind of addicted. We know that we use it a lot, especially during the pandemic, but we are also aware of that and know when we're using it too much and know when to cut ourselves off. Or at least that's how I feel. Nice. We're all just robots. So yeah. Nice. <laughs> Well, speaking of social media and constant 
content and updates. Uh, hot takes. Let's chat about our hot takes for this week. Jackie, what are you into this past week that you would like to share? Yeah. Um, all I really have to share is that Chiara Ferragni of the Blonde Salad is pregnant with her second child. This is very Ooh. exciting. I'm very invested in her relationship with Fede. Um, I just like started following her. I think I heard of her when I was studying abroad. And maybe I heard of Fede as well. He's an Italian rapper. Um, and I'm just really excited for their new baby. And it's going to be another beautiful child because they have one son already. And he is honestly like... Like this, he looks like a cherub. Like he has beautiful blue eyes, curly blonde hair. Truly looks like Love a little, it. a little cupid baby that's painted in like a Renaissance uh, fresco or something. Um, so I'm really <laughs> excited, and I'm just really invested in their relationship, and I'm really happy for them. So congrats. Um, congrats Sending to the love. to the happy couple. Yeah, I should stalk. I had to unfollow her because she's like too rich for me. You know. I know, but I like her. I actually think she seems she's exceedingly wealthy and it's like very much like she's always like in Sardinia or like somewhere like fabulous, oh right? Yeah. Yeah. Me but too. I think that she seems like I don't I, a nice she person. She seems like a normal person, yeah. but she actually seems like a nice person. Yeah, like she sometimes she like posts things. I feel like she keeps it real even though she's like incredibly wealthy and like lives this like life of that I can't even fathom, but I like her. It's valid. So, yeah, that's really it. Very exciting. Nice. Thanks for Congrats sharing. on the pregnancy. Yeah. Woohoo. Can't wait to knit that baby a blanket and send it to our dear friend, yeah. Kiara. I also <laughs> like that she posts, like, on her Instagram, now that she announced the pregnancy, she's like, my baby is the size of an avocado. Like, she posts, like, all uh, of those, like, fruit comparisons. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. All right, Jen, how about you? What are your hot takes for this week? All right, I got two hot takes this week. One is that um, Machine Gun Kelly recently dropped his album. And I'm not really a Machine Gun Kelly fan, I would say. And I have a friend from college who loves him, thinks he's so hot, and I just never got it. I just am not into his hair. He doesn't have a cute face, in my opinion. But recently <laughs> after his album drop i've been listening to his music and there's just something about him that's attractive so i don't know sos i don't know what to do yeah, about SOS. this but i think i might be attracted to him and i'm not <laughs> I have happy no about idea it. who this person is i didn't know people were like really fans of machine gun kelly <laughs> people are and he's dating megan fox I'm that, like, I've, how did seen. You land that, that? I've seen yeah i don't I know i feel like he is her type though yeah, she seems yeah. like. Yeah, she's into like the tattoo, skinny boys, you know. Yeah, yeah. He just. But yeah, look, SOS. Yeah. I don't know what to do about this. There's just there's something. Good luck with that. Is he a rapper? What does he do? Yeah, I'm like really have no idea who he's, he is. You've heard what's that he song like he did with he, he's, It's more like That's rock. I think he does more like rock, in my opinion. Like, he's like punky, rocky. I'm reading his Wikipedia, and it says that he identifies as an anarchist. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Is, that like, is he's, hilarious. He's just, like, off the rails a little bit. Not a little oh, bit, a lot of it. That is so funny. Oh, yeah. wow. Just, just SOS. <laughs> like, I don't know Sorry. what to do with this. That's no, it's okay. So we can make fun of me. Yeah, no. Because I don't know. No, no, I'm not making fun of you. He identifies as an anarchist. Like, I don't know. 
That was just funny. The way he, he they put it in his Wikipedia, it's like one line. Regarding his political philosophy, Baker, I guess it's his real name, Baker identifies as an anarchist. And then it talks about Megan Fox in the next line. Um, wow. Funny. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know how to how to handle that. So we're, it yeah, is what it is. We're sending you our thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Yes. Please do. <laughs> um, Praying for Bit of you. a hard pivot. My second hot take is if you didn't see Chrissy Teigen and John Legend recently shared that they suffered uh, a miscarriage. They announced maybe a month or two ago that they were pregnant with their third baby. And it was a little unexpected because if you haven't been following Chrissy Teigen, she has really struggled with her fertility in the past. And I believe both of their kids, Luna and Miles, were both conceived um, through IVF if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, she has struggled with fertility and they got pregnant naturally this time around. So it was a bit unexpected and they felt very lucky that this had happened, but um, she was suffering through some complications and ultimately they lost their baby. So she posted a pretty painful, vulnerable post on both Twitter and Instagram, just documenting that they had lost their baby and I appreciate her doing that and I appreciate how open she is with their struggles but at the same time it is very sad to read about and we're just thinking of them yeah also I apologize someone I think is I don't know what is going on there's a lot of ruckus so hopefully I can edit that out but yeah very very sad hot take but yeah I I felt like I had to talk about it yeah, I didn't realize that she had had both of her children via IVF. Mm-hmm. So that does, that's sad. That's, and it's too, I feel like you always hear about people, people that have difficulty with fertility. Like, it seems like as soon as they stop trying, which maybe they, like, they, then they get pregnant. And so that must have been so exciting for them and to suffer this. Oh, that is very sad. And just the amount she went through in the pregnancy, yeah. like, really tried yeah. to, you know, do what she could. Was it on bed rest for yeah. quite some time? Yeah, in the I didn't realize the bed rest thing was so serious. Yeah. I mean, obviously it was, that's crazy. And it looks like she had given birth. Is, yeah, I yeah, think she I was fairly far along. Which is, yeah. has to be quite painful and emotional. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, this isn't a good transition, but yeah, I know. I'm sorry I had to bring that <laughs> up. No, no, no. It was it was big. Yeah. News. I feel like I couldn't not talk about it. It was big news. Yeah. Um. Well, now it's time for the point in the program that I want to call Blackpink is the revolution because my newest obsession, Blackpink. <laughs> every week we just every week Black we have Pink to talk about Blackpink. Elevated Pink. and it's, elevated. It's really elevated. I'm truly now their biggest fan, in my opinion. There cannot be a bigger fan than me. It's only been two months, and I'm like I've seen every video on the internet of them. But anyway, their yeah. first album came out this past Friday, Blackpink the album, and it's amazing. My only complaint is that it's only eight songs, and I don't know why we can't have more than eight, eight songs. Eight songs. That's not enough. It's not enough. Give us more. Give us so much what? more. Um, but the album is like... That's like an EP. An EP yeah. <laughs> well, they only, they've been together for four years, and they've only had EPs that are like two to four or five songs. Whoa. So this is their first full album, but it was only eight songs. And I'm like, 
why can't we have nice things? Right. Oh, so you said first album. I wasn't sure if I misheard you. It's their first album. It's their album. first album, yeah. Wow. It's a big deal. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta why. jump on this train. Oh my God, it's such I a good train to, to be I have to on. read their I'm Wikipedia. <laughs> when they go on tour next year, or whenever people are able to go on tour, I cannot wait. Because, okay, the reason I like them so much is the performances and the dances and the music videos mm-hmm. the songs are super fun especially the new album the songs are really fun um but they're not like lyrically meaningful you're not gonna cry over a black pink song right, right it's right. not like a taylor swift exactly moment. you're just gonna like it's more fun you just want to dance and aesthetically and like the way they look their clothes the styling like everything is like incredible no one else is like touching it right now um, so yeah, that was the highlight of my week. Honestly, it's the only thing that got me through. It was the Blackpink album. I was very excited. I love it. Um, so yeah. Uh, and my only other complaint about the album was that it, there wasn't enough Korean actually, which I was kind of surprised about. It was like too much English speaking that I was actually like, I don't need them to Americanize. Here's like, much. I don't know, want to know the, what the I words I don't want to know what it means. <laughs> like, it's better when I don't <laughs> yeah, understand don't conform. Because I, what I like is that they they switch between English and Korean so quickly. Mm. Like, in the middle of a sentence, they'll just, like, switch. Oh, that's fun. And that's why I think it's really cool. Um, but th- th- they had yeah. some songs that were, their song, they have a song with Cardi B on this album. And that song's, like, oh, I feel like almost okay. all English. Oh, shit. And I'm like, Cardi B? where's the Korean? <laughs> yeah. I know BTS <laughs> does that, too, where they'll switch between English and Korean interchangeably like I'm mid-sentence sure, yeah. and I think that's really cool it's really cool and that is a skill I don't know BTS is that much but um Blackpink they rap half the time which you would think that oh. they're not good rappers but they are actually very good at rapping so they'll switch between singing and rapping pretty quickly which I also think is cool um yeah I could talk about it forever it's just really love you blink over here <laughs> um uh, and hot take I have to mention because my roommate was disappointed I didn't mention this previously is we watched uh, Next in Fashion, which is kind of a not old, but from a little while ago Netflix show. Yeah. Hosted by Tan France and Alexa Chung. And we actually loved it. It was so good. I love Tan. Yeah, it was really amazing. Um, if you've liked Project Runway in the past, this was would definitely be up your alley. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I was just Kira, curious. That was our show when we were I know, younger. fifth grade. We loved it. Christian yeah. Siriano days. Yeah, the person who won, I am, like, obsessed with. So I I do recommend the show. Uh, I And now I need new shows on Netflix because I've only been watching Terrace House and Criminal Minds besides Gilmore Girls and Grey's Anatomy forever. Uh, yeah. So watch The West Wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reminding you. You're like, I don't have anything else to watch. I need to be in the mood. Right. I need to, like, I don't know. I'm very Invest. particular about things. Yeah. I started watching Ratchet. Okay. It's fine. Make me suffer. I started watching Ratchet, and I want to watch The Duchess, because I love uh, Catherine Baum. Is that her last name? I'm not sure. But if you've ever There's seen a show called Live the from the Glitter, Glitter Room, she's a comedian. She now has a show called The Duchess, and it's really good. Or it looks really oh, good. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I want to watch it. But you're oh, talking shit. about like a Kira Knightley movie no, that no, came no. out a while ago. It's a new TV show. It's also called The Duchess. <laughs> wow. 
Um, I don't really have any recommendations. I've been catching up on Queer Eye. But PSA, if you're a fan of the Great British Baking right. Show, the episodes are coming out like a few days after they air in the UK. So oh, shit. Okay. you can watch it in real yeah. time or that's almost exciting. real time. So that's exciting. I've been doing that. Perfect <laughs> fall time for that. I got to watch that. Yeah. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. So any sheroes or heroes this week, Jen? I do have a hero this week and just want to, you know, project a trigger warning because this could be some sensitive content. But um, if you guys watch Hiram on YouTube, he's a skincare guru. I've been getting really into him lately. He just seems like a super down to earth and cool person. And he recommends skincare products and what ingredients to look for in your skincare formulas. So I really enjoyed watching him. Anyway, this past week he opened up about his suicide attempt that he had about a year and a half ago. And in doing so, not only was he being very vulnerable about the feelings that he was feeling and what had happened, but I also think that something that I really liked about his video that he shared was that he also shed light on mental health struggles and how the current healthcare system really fails people who have mental health issues. So for example, he had mentioned that after a suicide attempt, basically they put him in a mental institution. And generally speaking, people who are in mental institutions have much more severe mental issues such as schizophrenia and whatnot. And putting somebody who has just attempted to commit suicide and is having suicidal thoughts in those types of environments makes them feel like they're crazy almost. And I don't mean that in a way that is offensive to people who have more extreme mental health issues, but um, it's just not a good environment to put people in who are already struggling with themselves and there really should just be different avenues to that. Um, Another thing that he had mentioned was at the time he was not making a lot of money. So the entire time he was feeling very anxious about all the money that would accumulate because he had like attempted to commit suicide and all the, like he was worried about how he would pay it back. So I think in addition to just being very vulnerable, which I appreciated, I think I also learned a lot about how our healthcare system fails people who have mental health issues and, it's something to keep in mind as we go forward, as elections are coming up. And just, I encourage people to learn more about this and figure out ways in which they can support people who have mental health struggles and figure out ways that we can reform the system because currently it, it's not working for people who need it most. So that's why Hiram's my hero this week. Very good. Yeah, I had not... I've heard of him, but I did not hear about this this past week. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Very admirable mm -hmm. to share so openly about that. That's very intense and personal. On a similar note, yes. and along the same lines of sharing on social media that we've talked throughout this episode, mine was going to be Chrissy Teigen, as Jen had mentioned, because yeah. I felt that that was very brave to... And it was like right away. She didn't really take a lot of time to... Uh, go through this on her own with her family they shared she's always you know very open on social media but you know to share your grief so openly on social media for something that is so 
not talked about that often. Not that it's taboo, just like people don't share fertility issues uh, as openly as maybe we should when it is something so common. Uh, So I think that was very impressive that Chrissy Teigen has for years been open about her fertility issues, but with something this deeply painful to share um, so openly, I'm sure uh, provided some comfort to other women and other families. So my Shiro. Yeah. I always, you know, admire people who are so open about what they struggle Mm -hmm. with on social media, not because they should feel pressure to, but I think it helps normalize some of these issues, whether it's mental health struggles, fertility issues, miscarriages, things like that. Um, subjects that in the past have been taboo, I think are being more openly talked about and make people feel like the things that they go through are normal and are, you know, we're allowed to talk about these things. And I, I'm glad that our culture has shifted those types of conversations in the past couple of years. Agreed. On that note, it's time for our retakes, which we might not have any. I was personally flawless last week, so I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know about you guys. I mean, a few mistakes I heard, personally. Okay. (laughs) I just, like, couldn't get my thoughts together as well last week. (laughs) I said, like, too much. I'm sorry. Another usual retake. We wish people would not do housework while we're recording. Yeah. So not a neighborhood <laughs> alert. Her take is recording. <laughs> All suburban people need to stop their noise pollution. No leaf blowers, no hammering. No lawnmowers. It may be Sunday. Yeah, no lawnmowers. It may be Sunday. People feel like they can do things to get stuff done around the house. We need to no. have some quiet time. Sunday is God's day and her take day. It's the day of rest. That is true. <laughs> Kira being the most religious person know, on this I'm podcast. Dying. It is oh, obviously. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, yeah. I mean, retake for this episode. I'm sorry if you're hearing a lot of ruckus in the background of my audio. My neighbor is cleaning out his You're garage. not here for good so. content, guys. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're I'm not sorry. here for good audio this quality. This is a high-quality production podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're here for the oh, laughs. Lordy. You're welcome. It is what it is. Jen, I'm really thinking about this future work hubby. And how much we are going to need a photo if Machine Gun Kelly is your new crush. You know? <laughs> oh, no. This guy is, like, I think objectively attractive, whereas Machine Gun Kelly is not objectively attractive. And I don't like that I find him attractive. <laughs> I will follow up. Sounds good. I'm just teasing up. you. You're allowed to be attracted to whoever. You know, love is blind. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Is it? <laughs> I'm, like, mad at myself. It's fine. Things happen. <laughs> Weird things happen in quarantine. You know, you find yourself yeah, attracted to odd yeah. people. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode. Nice little hour. Very proud of us. Love yeah. when we do that. Um, I think it was an interesting conversation. It was nice to be back, back chatting. Um, and we will talk to you all next week. Have a good week. Stay home. Stay safe. Ciao. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.